Ho-ho-ho, right, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, your chief host of the show, and as always, joining us on the show is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hey, what's up, guys? I hope you're having a fantastic day. I'm looking forward to this episode, guys. (laughs) This is going to be awesome. Oh, I know. There's a lot to go through, and some of the stuff that we've got just this week for you is gonna, it's gonna just bam, it's gonna explode. Now, joining us as always is our interim host, Noble. I don't give two stuffs where you are. It's morning and overcast in Australia, so it's morning and overcast where you are. Get used to it. That makes two of us, and I don't even need to any any magic powers or control the weather. Because it's also overcast here where I'm at, too. Wait, are you a dragon in a costume or something? Well, I have been called dragon-like names a lot of the times. And for the record, countless people have called me Spyro, so that counts. (laughs) Plus, I have been um, mulling over the idea of being a half-dragon myself. So, yes, there is a legitimacy to that claim. Anyway, that aside, um, the, the, the secret to this is all in the ears. Anyways, joining us for the show is this week is Ali. Arf, arf, hey y'all, everyone. Arf, arf. Vork, oh, vork. right on! And how awesome do her beans look? Ah, oh, gotta love it. I Right, so we have some, well, more rather, Avira has some stuff to share with you, some artwork to share with you, and I guess it's it's really something interesting, especially if you look look back and see what the first AIs were like. All right, guys. So I'm sure you remember about a year, year and a half ago, thereabouts, you know, the Raiders, uh, we are talking about AI, uh, a program called Dolly Mini, which is making some really spooky looking AI artwork of like fursuits and whatnot. Well, as of recently, I've been playing around with these programs, and I got to tell you, and now I understand why digital artists are worried about right, these kind of programs. I mean, at first, I mean, how it, let's that's, that's, use a meme how it started versus how it's going. Right. <laughs> so how it started, well, let's see how it started at first. Let's see. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, it, it looks like a sleep paralysis demon, especially. <laughs> I mean, look at this monstrosity. What the actual bonkers is this? But then... But and then... How is it going? So, this took me about five seconds to make, and uh, it was free. Now, Avira, don't forget you're referred to as a director and not an artist in this sense. I... It doesn't matter because something like this, it could have been like paid for for like a hundred dollars by some famous digital artist. But now I can just do this for free. Did you have those images, uh, Joel? Yes, I got I got something to share with you. But yes, yeah, semantics aside, because that's crazy. the whole thing. I, I can't I can't believe this is even freaking possible. Yes. Bruh. Look at this. It's a game. You know. It's like, it that's wild, right? Like, yo, that's me. <laughs> what the heck? That's you. And uh, a, a piece of imagery composed in just a matter of seconds. Like, right? I'm a traditional artist. You know, I paint and draw, like, you know, stuff like that. So, but, but, like, I understand why digital artists would be afraid of this. And this is something that we talked about before. Remember? Like, how this is going to impede on people. And some, some are like, no, nah, it's not. Maybe it's not going to take over. But, dude, I don't know. This is looking rather spooky. I have to say, oh, man, look at this shit. Look at how cool that is. Like, let's get real. What? A freaking computer made that? No. 
stop it. Ah, and yeah. Dude, I'm gonna dude, print it. I'm put it on. The- <laughs> I don't know what you can talk about this, but this is this has the vibe of being an album cover. It's before. dead ass, right? Wow, that's yeah. that's so wild. Oh my goodness. And I I literally I didn't have to talk to a person. I just typed in a couple of keywords on a computer program and in like three seconds it popped this up and I was like, wow. Why would I ever pay for a digital artist again, right? Now it's not perfect. I'll say that for sure. Yeah. There's definitely some flaws when it comes to certain images. Like it doesn't always make what you want it to make. Right. But when it does make some stuff, I mean, it's indistinguishable from like a professional human digital artist, which I think that's kind of where it gets scary, you know? Yeah. And yeah. as it's it's the same thing, like as with live comments. Hey no dragons, thanks for tuning in. First live comment, like maybe if digital artists were making quality art, they wouldn't need to be afraid. I don't know, because it, like I said before, I, I think it's indistinguishable from what a digital artist could make. I mean, sure, someone could totally paint that for me, but I would have to wait a few weeks, maybe a month or so, and then I would have to pay them a lot of money to make this custom artwork, or I could just use an AI program and just right. make a dozen images like with the snap of a finger. So it's really creepy, because... Uh, that's back in the day a lot a lot of uh, furry artists were kind of scared about digital artists you know taking our jobs because art back in the day was mostly just like hand drawn or painted or whatever but then digital programs came out and it was like getting better and better over the course of the entire fandom but now we have digital art uh, sorry uh, ai art so now like now what do you do yeah like um yeah, I've been thinking about for a while. I was thinking about for a while now how I feel about AI art. In my opinion, I do not support it because it it puts a lot of artists out of business, but I don't mind it. I can tolerate it. If somebody made something for me with AI, that's fine, but I, I do not but in my opinion, I do not support AI due to how it's like, yeah, the reason that I said before. Right. Now, I, I can totally see how this can be abused as well. I mean, let's say if I wanted to make some fake name on Twitter or, or some fake name and be like, hey, I'm a professional digital artist. I can make you anything you want. And then, like, I just use one of these programs and I'm making this crap for free and then selling it to people for like a hundred bucks each. Like, is that kind of unethical, or do you think it's valid? I mean, I mean, the the tool is there. Like, people can use it like that, and I'm sure people have gotten scammed in that way. But is it really a scam? Do you think? Because I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't pay hundred bucks for that because if I can make it myself for free, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like the fur, like the furries that are online are saying that like, oh, I. I stand against AI, and if you support AI, then don't follow me or whatever. Whatever. I don't. I don't support that though. Like, like yeah. I I I don't like AI like they do, but they don't have to tell people to like not follow them if people think other otherwise. That's that's ruining the purpose of like freedom of doing whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It, it would be like if they're using it to be unethical, you know, like if they're using AI in unethical means to try to like, you know, scam people essentially, uh, which is what I was talking about before. Now, earlier I was just playing around with it and I was making some crazy shit. <laughs> it looks pretty cool, right, though? Like, let's be real. It, yeah. It's getting wild. Yeah, people can people can use AI to like to play around with it or, or whatever. But as a thing as a thing to people out there, please do not use AI for for like selling purposes or anything like that. Oh, even though um, it's gonna even though it's gonna happen anyways, I just wanna put that out there. So yeah, personally right uh, for me when it comes to AI 
if you're going out taking commissions of artwork and just using one of these programs like crayon to produce artwork to then sell onto someone bad if however uh you want to use it just for a small piece yeah okay fine but for yourself not for like throwing out everywhere the other thing is uh using 3d programs or uh games like second life or whatever to get screenshots to make to do your own drawings or even better using an ai um, prompt to get an image to then trace over and convert to whatever you're looking at doing so more as a an actual aid but not something that's going to be visible at the end so it's basically the same as taking one of those little stick figurines posing it taking a photo and then tracing over it in photoshop people do that sort of stuff they do it all the time yeah. but there has right. to be at least some level of use case now for me if someone goes out posts an ai image and you know proclaims that it was theirs and it's you know clearly ai that's gonna piss me off but and i really hate the term ai in this oh, well, don't be lazy be truthful say you're a director people will get pissy about it but they're just getting pissy at nothing because you're telling the truth <laughs> i guess so I just want to uh, highlight a live comment we have uh, here from uh, No Dragons. He says, uh, I would rather pay an artist uh, I like than AI. But if I see a cool AI art, then I would absolutely use or buy it. And that's what I'm thinking too, man. You know, of course, you, you want to support the human artists. But like some of the, the things that I was able to generate uh, using programs, sure, I'd like to get this printed out. Like, that'd be cool. But yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I would definitely want to support human services. Yeah, me too. I'm still, I'm just, despite all this, like, despite the fact that I can save a lot of money on art and all that, and mm -hmm. there are some art pieces that simply just require the human touch to make it look right. Or that AI sometimes just gets it too goofy and it's, <laughs> it's hilarious, but you know. Yeah, but when it gets it right, I mean, it gets it right sometimes. And that's where it gets kind of spooky. It's like, you, you don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. <laughs> oh, I mean, still, while we're still here on the new, on the before we get to the main items of the show, I know Nobles did send me something. It's the release date of one of the games that lo a lot of people have been looking forward to. Mm -hmm. AKA Power World, AKA the game that you that is affectionately called by a lot of people Pokemon with Guns or slash Pokemon if America made it. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, but what do you, what do you make of it? Now, now that you, since you're the resident Pokemon expert. Oh, shit. I'm honestly getting sick of Pokemon at this point. The latest games and stuff, no. I mean, I'm slowly going through playing the old stuff, but I'm not that really much of a gamer. Well, anymore. Well, right, I get, I get what you mean, and I, and I get how you feel. You know that Pokemon has um gone stale after what, two decades or so, of games, but. Mm. But, yeah, now that it's out, it's on early access on Steam, and dude. It's it's like you do whatever the frick you want, and the developers will let you do it. <laughs> oh really this i forgot about it almost exactly Shit. it's yes it's the big pokemon game with guns and you get to you know get to hunker up on a big electabuzz knockoff that has a, a friggin gatling gunner it's pokemon with pew pews exactly. <laughs> yes. well i'm hoping over this amount of time it's what been over a year yeah I really hope they've actually ironed out a fair amount of the bugs and gotten a good storyline to it done. I can I can imagine now in a Pokemon battle, Pikachu just pulls out a fucking gun and shoots the other Pokemon. <laughs> That's precisely it. What it is, you know. Oh, yeah, and there are and you can and there are certain you know pals in the game that can actually use guns that I. 
Yeah, Blastoise, I, I, right? I, I shouldn't those just be like RPGs and like cannons and shit? Exactly. Blastoise <laughs> is like, you know, walking rocket launcher. He's a fucking tank. Let's be real. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and you know, and it, and it's, and you know what people have also been wishing for yeah. if Pokemon went and explored um darker themes, and this game gives it in spades because you know what. You can make a friggin' a slave labor simulator. Oh my fucking god. Oh no, what in the bonkers? Oh wow, a few things have changed about this thing. <laughs> yeah, right, like they're making friggin' AK 47s then. Yes, <laughs> build all of the guns for the army. This is going to piss some people off to no end. I really want some popcorn now. (laughs) I know, you and me both. I'm actually kind of tempted to just go out and buy the early access game and play the ever-loving bejesus out of it. And and you know what? It's actually quite accessible, at least, because it's not just on Steam, but it's also um, currently on Xbox Game Pass. And you know what the funnest part of it, though, is? It's made in the same country as the people who made Pokemon, a.k.a. Japan. Oh, fantastic. Now, here's a question. <laughs> At what point can some nut job turn around and be called a racist when they start going off about how bad this game is? Because I swear, some of the ranting that I see about from some idiots, it's just, are you absolutely sure you know what you're saying? Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, honestly, I I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people have a lot of problems with Pokemon for the animal abuse, you know. I'm sure yeah, Peter was just takes it to a whole other level and just tells them like the, the whole other freaking level. <laughs> yeah, we don't give a shit. You can do it yourself. Go out, not live your dream, friggin' start a labor camp. Yeah, <laughs> what the heck? I mean, even though people, even though a lot of idiots say that Pokemon is like animal abuse or some bullshit like that, uh, I mean, technically, it's kind of like a cock fight, basically, making two chickens fight. It's basically like like that kind of. Yeah, but <laughs> but once you beat up the other person's chicken and like they're on the verge of passing out, then you can steal their chicken and then make it yours and then train them to go fight other chickens. Because yes. you're the Pokemon master. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's literally how it is. How fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's a good show, though. <laughs> Pokemon's basically cockfighting. Oh, no dragons. <laughs> you made a comment. Oh, yeah. Remember when Peter tried to get people not to buy Pokemon Black and White by releasing Pokemon Black and Blue and just made it more just made it more people wanted to buy black and white. <laughs> oh, that backfired, right? Yeah. That was uh, that game oh. was kind of eh, okay-ish, but you know, it just said Peter shit splattered all over it. If they turned down the violence a little bit, it would have been more of satire, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh man. Peter's fucking are fucking hypocrites. <laughs> Oh, yeah, especially since the way they decided to put down a bunch of dogs was just to throw them in a freezer while they're alive. Yeah. Makes me die a little inside. Oh, well. Yeah, what do you really guys think? Like, you know, you guys have really got to look at at just the gameplay of it all. It's friggin'. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think? Like, would you, is this the sort of game you'd want to buy, if not for shits and giggles, but to live out? You know what? What you cannot do in Pokemon. I mean, it would be fun, like to buy it, like for for a lap or whatever. But I, I don't think I would take it seriously. You know, I, come on. I mean, fuck. Would you take this image ser? Would you take this seriously? <laughs> like I said, this would be really fun just to play around with, but bro, <laughs> that's fucking that, fun. I, I have to admit, the fact that uh, <laughs> are they bread guns or something? Oh man, well, because this, this, yeah. it, 
it breaks the illusion that they're realistic and the uh you know one's actually using it a cartoonish it, yeah, like you got you get real guns with cartoonish like creatures. Okay, I wasn't gonna say this, but no dragons brought it up, so I was gonna be like, yo, what did Spyro do to the sheep? They're fighting back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit like uh, that, that's the fodder revolution right there. Holy bonkers. <laughs> yeah, if, if Pokemon through like holding guns in, in front of me just to make me buy the game then yeah i would i would buy the game oh that's pretty funny yeah i would i'd be like okay i'll buy the fucking game just please don't fucking shoot me (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right so now that that's that we are going to move on to the first main item of main items of the show so let's start off with um uh, a convention saga first of course a- a- Vera? does this involve pizza no it's not no, it's, this it's is a, a convention uh called garden state Furcon. right it was a con that's getting off of its feet and we and i do remember this because we talked with um four years ago we had a special guest Dashing Foxy, and we and it was a product of its time because we had him on, and people were announcing all these plans for um fur cons during the um the era when COVID hit at its worst. Right. So uh, this was about four years ago, height of 2020, and uh, yeah, well, we we had my buddy Dashing on, and we were talking about you know because he lives in New Jersey, and the the last convention that I'm aware of was originally um. FAU, uh, Furfinity United. That that was back in New Jersey, but then they had since moved down to a different state, and then they ended up canceling. But um, yeah, uh, Dashing wanted to make this convention happen, and he was on our podcast about four years ago. We were talking about that, like how, how to like the future of conventions, you know, given the current state of the situation, because it was you know the the height of coronavirus. Like it was a bonkers time, man absolutely crazy everything was shut down but he still wanted to make this convention happen so it, it turns out that he finally did but now there's some crazy stuff going on uh, it turns out that he's not really feeling too well he had to voluntarily step down or at least that's the public story uh from this convention and a lot of people are uh, not so happy with him It, it, it's right. it's been a quite quite a rabbit hole, rabbit hole. <laughs> if if you really yeah. look into it, right. And now people have um have gone all up in arms because apparently, oh, apparently we're the we're the root cause of all of their conventions problems. Yeah, I, I really don't get that. You know, some people were were referencing uh, tweets that the Raiders account made like four years ago uh, when he was on our podcast and it's like oh look look at how evil and terrible he is i and now they're just trying to get this convention canceled as far as i know no one's ever done anything wrong so i'm curious if anybody out there's got like this giant pegboard with podcast with uh not podcast sorry but with fur cons that they're planning to get you know shit canned well my name was blacklisted and I'm actually on the list of people who are banned, which is insane. Because this con is literally just trying to get off its feet. And I don't think that's a very good business decision for this brand new event to all of a sudden start excluding people because of you know who they're friends with. I, I really don't think that that's a, that's a good way to start inviting people to your event, right? It's kind well, of it's up. more... If they're targeting who they consider to be um, unfriendlies, it's supposed to turn around and encourage others that they sort of want to bring in. The downside is that anyone can get banned for any reason. You know, take Rick and Morty. You know, someone goes off and blazes a you know something that's not real, and all of a sudden the prick loses his job and the show basically takes a nosedive. Mm. 
I mean, the idea of turning around, taking a step back and waiting to see what happens tends to be a little, um, oh, that's not a very good thing to do. Well, the, their own board of directors was kicked out because he happens to be friends with me and was on our podcast years ago. And it turns out that makes him a bad person. So now this whole crap is going down and they're blaming me for literally zero reason. That's the whole cancel culture bullshit I'm talking about. It's not. I, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid. Like, so like I'm trying to go to Memphis for me this year. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to get banned eventually because on who who I'm friends with, like, <laughs> it's, but at the same time, it's whatever. I mean, the other at thing the end is, of the day, people are going to need to be resilient about, you know, about their own events and their own conventions that they'd have to, and once they get past the, you know, once they get past the, the big anger of the mob, then, you know, they're pretty much cleared. Yeah, I need to relearn, and this is important. One, you shouldn't focus on what someone or what you think yeah. someone believes. Yeah, you should be focusing on what they've done recently. Now, something from ten years ago, eh, questionable. Some cases, yes, but the longer away something gets, if it's just hearsay. Try to, yes, keep it in the back of your mind, but watch just to make sure. You don't know if someone's lying their ass off. Well, that would be it's fine if it was actually time. like a legitimate crime, but that's not exactly what we're talking about here. But I, in, I, in our, just banning someone because they're associated with somebody else, it, it shows the kind of person you are and what most people will be common people usually think these days that's the way to go well no what happens when everyone suddenly turns on you because someone makes up some lie or they think something about you yeah it, you it really does it does reflect kind of like the the predicament that the fandom is in right now because everything is so you know walking on eggshells politically driven it really is absolutely crazy like that i mean hell we were just talking about putting on a fun event, and I wanted to help them out with that. Okay, so we're going to have my buddy on our show, whatever. And then years later, they're like, well, ah, you're all banned. Like, they literally tried to ban the Raiders from this convention without knowing literally any one of us. But that's exclusionary. I mean, that's not what furries do. Have you ever heard of a, such a thing? That's crazy, man. What the yeah, if, what? if people have a fur con of their, of their own... They should not ban people because of any controversial thing that somebody's in. They should only ban the person if they break any rules in the con or anything like that. It, I think I think it's ridiculous how people that own fur cons are like banning people just because certain people are controversial or something like that. I just thought that was really strange. Because I've never seen a furry convention ban entire groups of friends before. That's just weird to me. And then somebody and gets and that's, that's probably them. why Dashen got all upset and they, they they tried to ban him too. Like he got kicked out of his own convention. Like what the heck? It's yeah, that's that's probably one of those things that they call a hostile takeover. Well, it, allegedly. I, I'm have he, to he did say that he stepped down because of health problems, so I'm not gonna make any allegations here, but it's all very suspicious in my opinion. I'm going to make the assumption that a lot of people, it's been, what, 10, 15 years since the idea of what people should do in public is acceptable. I mean, at the moment now, apparently jerking off in public or whatever is considered to be acceptable behavior. Yeah, only so ever this kind of violent, this kind of rhetoricy is also considered to be commonplace. It's getting really concerning because at some point, uh, there's going to be a social credit system brought in for the communities, whether especially for the furry community. I, I am waiting for some website to come along where if you want to be in the public space as a furry, you have to sign up with this website. You are then given a credit score on 
what things you say. So for instance, if you start talking about some sort of cause in a positive way or say X is negative, you get better point. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm actually serious about this. I'm waiting for shit like this to come out. I mean, I mean what was the uh, very social site? Not really designed for artwork, but just you're know, posting shit. Um, I don't recall, but I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, a site like that brings something in similar to that about you know how many people like you. There was an episode of Black Mirror where I'm sort of pulling this from. Was it like Fur Social or something? Maybe something like that. But right, at some funny. point, you're gonna some community group or some idiot is going to get the idea that that's the best way to assume whether or not someone is a good person. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to sit there and probably turn my computer off and go to bed at that point. <laughs> oh, shit. Could you imagine how easy it would be to rig a system like that? Or to yeah, play it? that's a kind of a spooky thought, man. Uh, but I don't know. It, enjoy this kind of behavior while you can, because it's at, at some point down the road, it is going to bite you horribly in the ass. Yeah. Right. Apparently, too, it's sort of, it's almost as if to the point it's like, like part of the resume of being a convention chairman has to include, you know, are you associated with any of the furry raiders? Yes or no. Yeah, isn't that yeah? What? What the hell? Of course, like I, I was literally offering to like help him with the convention. Like everyone fucking knew that. What's the problem? Can we not like put on a fun event and like make our fucking thing like in New Jersey? Like, that's what's the, the problem? Thing, yeah. here? Right, that's the thing. They don't, you know. Some people just want to have full control of the fandom. Mm -hmm. They don't want any, you know. Anyone to use? Nag all these people coming out like, oh well, uh, they're associated with the Raiders. Uh, fuck this event! Like, mm -hmm. really? Like, are you guys furries or are you just fucking bullies? Like at this point, like, why are you trying to yeah. shut down events constantly? This is really actually getting kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, without a side, it's you know. We'll just have. We'll see what, how how things go. The, the rest of the Furcon, but now, or if like you know, if they really did usurp the power, but to I wish move... them luck if if they're not hijacked by alt leftist radicals. I mean, hopefully right. you guys. Can Otherwise, it'll just become out. like another you know boilerplate Furcon of twenty twenty four. Yeah, I mean, like if you're just starting out trying to ban people, well, that's pretty exclusionary and pretty darn cringe. Right. So good luck with that crap. Completely opposite to the way they're advertising their uh, group at their event, I'm assuming. Oh, uh, completely hypocritical. It's insane. Hey, now, um, before we do look at the next item of the show, I would like to highlight a live comment. And I think, and I just had the time to check this out. And it's, you're going to like this. Chucktacular, thanks for tuning in. A game I'm keeping my eye on for more info is Light No Fire. It's being made by a distributor that made No Man's Sky, and you can play as Anthros. What was that? And here's their website. Let me just put this up for you. Yeah, thanks for um, thanks for highlighting this to us. Totally slip through the cracks. Here you go. Oh yeah, this... how cool is this? All right, Light No Fire is a game about adventure, building, survival, and exploration together, set on a planet the size of Earth. It brings the depth of a role-playing game to the freedom of a survival sandbox. Get this. Set says you can play as Anthros, but look at this. Just look at the little snippet here. We've got whimsical. We got you got to ride dragons. Whimsical, whimsical little animals and rabbits. That is really cool. Hell, I want to ride a dragon. Play as a rabbit. I want to. I mean, frick, we're furries. We we have a natural predisposition to play furry characters. Uh, well, of course, they, they got that niche down for sure. Are there doggos? Are there are there anthro doggos in the game? 
it's early stages. They've already they've only just released the trailer. We'll wait for more information for the time being. Okay. But hopefully, I... like in when we have more information, we might be able to live out that dream. Okay, so here's because... hoping that there will be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I would like to be an anthrodoco. That's why I want in general <laughs> is to be a, a, a dog. Like werewolves and stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. Now I want to be a German Sheppy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's a game I'm def I definitely want to keep my eyes open for the next, you know, in the years ahead. About. Awesome. <laughs> now, this next item that we've got for you. Ooh, all right. The homobile would require quote unquote furries to be picked up from school by parents. Animal control, comma. So, uh, for those of you who have not heard, and yes, this is actually a real title. This is a real bill that a real legislator actually proposed. I thought this was fake, but here we go. Right, uh, and the key word to this is proposed, not... Proposed. It, yeah, proposed, right. So it has to be voted on, has to be actually going through all the bureaucratic processes and, and all of that, blah, blah, blah. But, uh... This this is the legislation proposed here. An Oklahoma bill would require quote unquote furries. Oh, hold on, scroll up. Nope. Up. Other way. This, I, I mean, I've got a different article up and hit up. Well, the, this is the one about the Oklahoma bill. That is correct. Yes. So this is Bill Thirty Eighty Four. Would Humphreys Bill, House Bill 3084, would ban quote unquote students who purport to be an imaginary animal or animal species or to or who engage in anthropomorphic behavior, commonly referred to as furries at school, from participating in class and school activities. Hmm. This bill would require parents or guardians to pick the student up from school. But if parents are unable to pick the student up, the bill says, quote unquote, Animal control services shall be contacted to remove the student. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You see, that, that's where I think that they lost people, because at that point, I think it sounds like he's just fucking trolling people. He's like, all right, if your kid wants to dress up as a freaking animal, call animal control. At that point, when he said that, I'm like, ah, fuck it. You know what? He's not for real. He's not fucking serious. There, there's no way, right? How could he be serious about this shit, bro? Come on. Oh, Ain't so, no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so again, the media is fucking... They can't... Again, they can't fucking tell the difference between a furry and a theory and an utter can. <laughs> they can't tell the fucking difference once again. <laughs> Yeah, well, how much time do these guys actually have to invest in learning about this sort of shit? Yeah, what if they actually called animal control on one of these people? What if they did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so... That'd be oh, so, Yeah. Oh, so I have... Like, I have uh, put me in the kennel, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what do you yeah. even do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, watch me. Watch me go to some fucking high school in Oklahoma, pretend to be a student, and then I just start doing crazy shit, and and just like pretend to foam at the mouth and shit like that. Watch some fucking animal. Or, <laughs> animal. Or just like there was like some rando furry, I don't know, like in high school or whatever, and and they came to school as like a wolf, like with a tail and ears and crap. Then they called animal control. Well, then what? Like, all right, are, are you gonna tranquilize me and put me in the fucking cage? <laughs> like, is he for real saying animal control in this bill? That that is crazy. Thirty eighty four. Yeah, okay. That is yeah. some bonkers nonsense, man. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I just want. Also, I just want to say I have nothing against Syrians or other kids. I'm. I'm just saying they. Once again, they couldn't tell the fucking difference between those two. Mm -hmm. It's 2024. They should know the fucking difference by now. Yeah, they Wait, don't know the difference. What does the Wikipedia article look like when um, fairies typed in? 
I mean, really, is, is, is that covered different. under this bill? Or is it just about furries? Is it furry discrimination? What's going on here? It's furry discrimination. I fucking it's, knew it. That answers all the questions. That's the most important million dollar question that we've got to ask, right? Are we going to make a new tier of society that puts furries below humans? Well, now, now we're an oppressed minority group, and I want compensation. <laughs> I was crying out loud. <laughs> oh, someone could spend hours going through this site. I mean, fuck, at that point, we'll actually we'll create our own little furry society, free from humans and shit. <laughs> like, like, oh, <laughs> this shit is so funny. Like, yeah, that shit may say that, but, but like, but like, but like, kids in like Oklahoma schools are still walking around wearing foxtails and shit as we speak. They ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, they the fucking gonna... rebels. Let's go. Yeah, they ain't gonna do shit. I wore a tail whenever I was in high school. Like, that's whenever I started being a furry. I'm like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. one of those schools in America are pretty, are pretty crazy. I will say this, though. Yeah, fuck the normies. <laughs> I mean, now Oklahoma's catching the furry bug, last, like they said last year, you know. You probably were aware of this. Last year, Florida School Board weighed in on whether kids should be allowed to wear furry dresses tire during a meeting about dress code policy. So now it's like, you can't dress up as a furry. Now it's like, you can't be a furry. Your kid can't be a furry or no. What no the school. bonkers? No. I mean, look, if I were an optimist, I'd actually consider this as kind of silver lining of sorts if you don't trust the um, the educational system. I mean, of course, you've got options like homeschooling. The, the only time you should be, like, wearing your fursuit, honestly, like, at school is probably if you're, if it's, like, Halloween or something. Right, or, like, if you're, like, you get given, like, a mock-up day. Or, like, a, like, a sports event, you know, like, if you're a mascot or whatever. I mean... Like, yeah. let's be real, being a furry is hella cringe, right? Like, you don't just parade that shit around public, right? Like, it's a fun thing to do with your buddies. Yeah, like, you <laughs> At can... the end of the day, right? Like, you can wear tails and collars, stuff like that, but don't go full on it. Like, yeah, don't don't go full out on it, because most schools do not most schools have a no mask policy anyways and plus mm. you're you're gonna get extra bullied for it. <laughs> like more yeah, than what you can more than what you can handle. <laughs> I imagine a five to ten K full body fursuit and probably totally. get mangled up in a school anyway. Yeah, or, I mean, imagine that. Like, what if we go whole whole yards and we have to cater to um, the kids that have like these, like you know, furry tendencies? Because you know, they want to ban people who engage in anthropomorphic behavior, like Syrians and other kids. What if you're, you know, if you if you if school finds out your kid exhibits furry like behavior? Kind of reminds me of the furry like behavior. <laughs> Right. If if my kid was a furry, I would like I would let them wear like the small stuff, like the tails and stuff. But I wouldn't let them get fully into it until they until they're like eighteen, because I don't know I don't know if they would be like fully interested yet or not, because their brains are still developing. Right. Yeah. yeah that that mm. that's also one other little part different matter. But you know, let's um, let's be real because um, what the core? What's the core thing of this though? Are we, you know, I mean, younger kids, high schoolers, or 
not, not really matter now, does it? Any kid who's a furry is going to be kicked out of school or they're going to be shot with a tranquilizer dart if, if they resist animal control. I never, <laughs> I never, they're going to have those, those giant nets and chasing them around the halls, right? <laughs> what the heck? Thank God I never experienced any of that shit whenever I was in high school, like wearing a tail. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my oh. goodness. The only thing that I've had as a negative sort of thing was like kids pulling my tail, but that was it. And like taking pictures of my tail and posting on Snapchat, but that that was it too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still, but can you imagine? Like, can you imagine this? The first day, this thing gets oh, signed off, and it's like, imagine like you. The first thing it becomes like state news on Oklahoma, and like animal control has been called in to to pacify a rampant animal at a school, and you know, as it turns out, it's it doesn't go the way they think it does. Like, imagine that. Plus, how the fuck are they going to put the kids in, like, the, the, the cages? It's, like, it, those cages only fit, like, actual animals. Like, the fuck? I know, I know. Like, how oh, the fuck whoa. Are you gonna... No, like, yeah, whenever, whenever animal control catches actual animals, those cages only fit for, like, actual Animals, so how the fuck are you gonna put a student in there? Oh, trust me, you can get some big dogs, so I don't want to know, but okay. Well, let's just say they haven't fought the, fought <laughs> the whole bill like all the way through. Yeah, that sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't want to know how they managed to like put one in a cage, but okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that. That aside, nasty. I know. Well, let's see. Well, I mean, let's see how that goes because I know furries have been getting in sort of we like as of late. Furries have been get you know schools have been getting over into furry hysteria as of late. I I hope of I hope a I hope a furry at at one of the schools in Oklahoma attacks the attacks the person that works on an, in animal control. I I hope they do. <laughs> I hope they get attacked. <laughs> oh, I don't know who that. that oh man, up, you know, it's pretty. I have a myriad of I different could, outcomes. But we'll see. Imagine that shit, though. Like a like a, a fucking student. That's a furry. Like that has that looks like that has fucking rabies, like foam at the mouth and shit. Just suddenly attacks the animal control person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's and it's. Imagine what they're all gonna say about this. Like, oh, that that can only be so fun. I'll say yeah, that. Like, <laughs> they're just hissing at the animal control person and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy bonkers. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know about yeah, yeah. Anyways, I don't know about you, but I'd be a bit leery, you know, leery about sending your kid to school in the state of Oklahoma if he gets pulled through, but, you know, it's only proposed. So we shall see what happens, you know, once ahead. Anyways, to move on, we have one last item for you to share. Okay. All right. Ubisoft exec tells gamers to quote unquote, get comfortable with not owning your games. <laughs> right. Ah, uh, this is uh, something that we have been talking about for quite some time over the last few years i'd want to say right Jolt? right it's been it's been it's a, it's something that's been circulated around the internet a meme of sorts you know called you will own nothing and be happy you shall live you will live in a pod and eat the bugs 
That's right. And here we are. Now you can't even own physical media anymore. No, no, no. You want to make it all. Yeah. Nope. No, you can't yeah, have you that have anymore. Get, yeah, you now have to get comfortable with not owning your games. Oh, boy. And, yes, and like you said, it's it's another big it's another big thing like you know physical versus digital you know but you know like we've been seeing physical games physical items being you know physical multimedia being you know slowly like like phased out of the shelves here and there because not many you know because of the massive push for digitization but um, as the, owning digital video games has its benefits but it's possible that a publisher could erase digital games from all existence we have a push of a button, unlike physical media you own. I'm sorry, but but no, I <laughs> fuck that shit. If if it if it's something that you get physically, I will I will I will get it. Fuck fuck that shit. No, because I because physical is much more easier to keep and save and. You'll know that you won't lose lose your progress on it. it. It's much more easier than like digital. But yeah, I know some things are like hard and not like like I know some things are are digital either way that you're gonna have to like use either either way. But like yeah, no fuck that shit. Fuck it. I, I fucking hate that. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I, um, I'm kind of curious about something. How are people going to be able to budget for this? I mean, if you want to go and follow what, like, with Ubisoft's way, it's, just, it's a subscription plan that is, you know, putting forward called Ubisoft Plus. The thing is, though, you're going to have streaming video, streaming music, streaming games. Right. At what point are you going to get services that combined all of that to give someone a bit of a discount? <laughs> at, and at that point, at that point, you know, someone basically becomes like the Uber, the Uber Netflix, the Uber Spotify, and the you know, hmm. whatever. At that point, if you want to stream, you know. If you want to stream everything and have it all digitized, and you're right, like you see the point with the money issue too. Like, you mean you pay for a Netflix subscription for movies, you and TV shows, you pay for Spotify for music, and then you pay God knows what if you want to stream games, like you know, Xbox Game Pass. So you know, it all adds up. You're right. Now, is there an option for physical games at all? Yes, like, there, there is, still is. I mean, we've still got consoles. Yeah. They still make discs and but, all but, that. But that's not, like, optimal, right? Like, it's more, I guess, like, financially uh, easier? I mean, at the end of the day, yes, you. it's financially, it's not optimal to buy this one at a time, but you permanently, mm. you own them permanently. Not like you know, you pay ten dollars yeah. a month for um. Uh, not not with PlayStation. Yeah, see, uh, sorry, that's with that's the, a uh, much Xbox stronger one. investment. What I found with Xbox One is that oh, you okay, have to okay. install and then you have to download additional content for the game itself, which makes it a little bit more difficult to access. Where majority of PS3 games and Xbox 360 games, you can just plug in and yeah. you're off. Uh, the Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch is probably an excellent example of you can still right. play it. So, so the Xbox can't. has like an, an additional step to it. Yeah, I'd hate to see what the Xbox, mm. the current Xbox generations, are like though, because yeesh. yeah, I it might be an extra step I, or two. I do pray to God that that physical copies of like certain games will still be around. For many generations, I, I pray to God for that because, like, mm -hmm. like yeah, I, I I do get like physical copies of like certain games whenever I can because because I'll know I'll know that like my 
saving progress and like a certain game will be will be like more secure than like a digital than like a digital um game than from a digital game mm -hmm. like from a digital yeah, download well. And hundred percent. Here's the funny thing too. Like I'm gonna highlight and like comment from the from Philippe Tremblay, the director of subscriptions from you know Ubisoft Plus. He says consumers need to should need to eventually get comfortable with not owning CD or DVD collections, and this shift in mindset needs to happen with the gamers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, if it happened with movies yeah. and stuff, what about with freaking games? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I still have my collection of PS3 games all physical. Oh, hell yeah, me too. Even if I don't have a console. Yes, one PS3, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of games, I, I, I wish I could play second life and like the art chat again yes those are like digital games but like i i don't i don't i don't have a proper laptop for those games so like i can't play them right now and for like a good while i can't play them like yeah some okay yeah some some game some digital g games i do trust um but like yeah i i mostly prefer like physical games though. Oh for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Right, and let's have a look at Ubisoft's um thing you know, prop value proposition to all this. So just as a mm -hmm. wrap this up. They're proposing seventeen dollars ninety nine monthly price for you know for subscription access that gives you access to games on you know PC and you know to the Ubisoft catalog on Xbox and PlayStation and what have you. Mm. And with the still with the caveat that you know you can play all these games whenever you want, you just won't own them. Well that's going to suck. I mean, God forbid like if their server goes down but you still want to play the game in like ten years. Right. Like what are you because, gonna do? Yeah, and I get, you know, like now digital games and that they have, you know, they store their save progresses and all that in your profile on the cloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rather, yeah, you know, rather than in the old thing where in in PlayStation, remember those memory cards? Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, and and at least on PlayStation, what your save file gets stored on your hard drive. Yeah, you could just plug it in, and, like just like go back to like your original progress. Yeah, easy. Exactly. And you know, if you <laughs> and like like you said, you know, the risk of digital stuff. Like, what happens if like the whole core server infrastructure goes down? You lose everything. Yeah, that's insane. That that sucks, man. Look, to be honest, this kind of thing has been around since the Wii generation. So the Wii console had a thing where you could buy oh. and download a game purely on the console itself without any digital media. I'm not sure if that's the first, but I do know that things like the um, DSi and the 3DS also had the similar sort of function, but I'm not sure when they were released. I'm not looking at the Wikipedia on it. Oh my god! That's okay speaking... for smaller Sorry. games, but when it comes to like full-fledged releases, um, yeah. I'm more concerned about what happens in like 20 or 30 years after that game's been released, whether or not it's still playable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt earlier, but I was going to say, like, when no, but whenever you mentioned Wii, oh my god, that reminds me of Wii Sports. I, I remember kind playing of a console still. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember playing Wii Sports a lot as a kid. I miss. I miss the Wii. I miss Wii Sports. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> I, mean, I still play it every now and then. I just did a couple months ago. That's because bowling or whatever. It was all. Right. That's because you have the Wii still, probably. I, I yeah. wish I had. I mean, I wish I had the Wii still. Like, that, that shit got lost or broken years ago. Like, this was back when I was a kid, whenever I used to play that shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Alrighty. All 
yeah. I know. I, I do miss the old console, so I had a, a way for it for like a few a little stint. Yeah. Funny, funny thing. Uh, whenever I used to play the Wii, I would play like this little airplane game in like Wii Sports. And I would just always like throw myself into the volcano, into the like in 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 the Wii world. Oh and my goodness! I, I don't know why I was a dumbass kid. <laughs> I, I I always tried to get like super skilled with like the golfing thing, right? And I wanted to like be the best golfer possible, and I was trying to like calculate exactly how to like get the shit to where it had to go. I must have spent hours playing that. Oh my god! <laughs> but I, I'm a good golfer, at least you know on Wii. But in real life, I don't know about that. <laughs> all right. So that is oh, that's what we've got for this week. Wow, that's a lot of crazy stuff and a lot of crazy to cover. You know, lots of new new discover new games that we've discovered and mm -hmm. come out that we really want. And yeah. Really amazing. So who's got um who's got a little closing statement that they'd like to um say for this week's stuff? Yeah, we can well, start with uh, Allie. Or Noble. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I have to admit that whole fairy con thing just shows how everything's going downhill. Yes, okay, fine. You're identifying people in the community that you believe are problematic and you want to, well, basically throw them off a building. Good luck. Uh, I've seen where this sort of shit goes, and I'm just going to sit back and watch with the uh, popcorn bag or box. The other thing is that whole student thing with, uh, you know, getting <laughs> getting children dressed up as fairies sent to the dog's home. <laughs> That's just fucking <laughs> hilarious. Uh, they're going to provide additional funding to the uh, animal control in order to, you know, maintain the children when they're in their care or custody. <laughs> they're going to have like a little cage out the back where they stick the kid. <laughs> uh. All right. Um, Ali? Oh, so like, yeah, uh, AI was first, right? Yeah. Now that we've been okay. So, like, yeah, I have said before that, like, yeah, I do not support AI. But if somebody uses it or uses it to make art for me, that's totally fine. I just don't support it because, like I said, it puts many artists out of business. Um, just like how there's an issue with today of how, like, self-checkouts, like, at grocery stores are putting, like, workers out of business. Um, another thing is that, like, like... Yeah, I do find that funny, like the like how Oklahoma is like making schools in the, or supposedly I don't know if that's true or not. Like supposedly making, want to make schools in their state like put kids that are like like put kids that are like furries, like have animal control take them away if the parents don't pick them up. Like, yeah, I could see that shit happening. Like, not really, but I could just see, like, a funny scenario happening. Like, it's, I don't think that's true, but it's it's funny to think about at the same time. And the other thing is, like, yeah, like I said before, I, I prefer physical co copies of, like, games the most over digital copies. I'll take some digital copies, but like mostly I just prefer physical copies, but like Allie, yeah, speaking yeah. Out of curiosity, if you had the ability to back up and keep locally on like a thumb drive or something a copy of a digital game, would that be more comfortable? Say that again. If you could have a backup copy of a digital game. Yeah, it would be comfortable for me because I know 
because it makes me know it makes me feel safe that like yeah my progress on a game is like is like like saved and everything for sure um but like speaking of like games though like i i just i just want to i just i i want to like sing a little bit of the of the Wii Sports t- title game that like dude oh, <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm yeah <laughs> but, like All yeah right. those are my opinions on the topics oh awesome and Avira well I have to say um for, for the last week or so uh, it's been very interesting you know I've been playing around with AI art and oh man, it, it's been freaking fascinating. The, the kind of stuff that, that they can come up with. I find that to be really, yeah, something to like uh, keep an eye out for. And uh, when it comes to upcoming furry conventions, you know, unfortunately, you know, this is something that we've been talking about for a while when it comes to uh, SJWs trying to hijack or destroy you know, events that people just want to help get off the ground and, and create. It sucks that this happened, but yeah, of course, I'm going to still be here to, like, support my buddy. I'll try my best, you know? But I don't know what the future holds for this convention. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm going to be keeping an eye on it. You know, I don't know about you guys. Uh, aside from that, um, I hope everyone's, you know, been doing all right for me. Uh, we're finally getting some snow here. <laughs> this is like the, the, the second time it's so. I think we're getting about two, two to three inches. So not that big, but other than that, um, I hope everyone enjoyed the show tonight. So I, I, I don't really have much else to say except for that. Uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Absolutely, <laughs> of course. As always, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed that as we may as we were making it and finding our discoveries. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Blair.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. All right. That's all we've got for this week. Very well, and I hope to see you around next time. Hello! Bye. Oh, oh.